Hey everyone, thanks for checking out the podcast release of The Plex. Our live show is over three hours long most of the time. If you don't want to miss any of it, you can listen live Sundays, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you go to patreon.com slash echoplex and join at the $5 level or higher, you'll get the live show sent to you the day after we record it, uncut, unedited, straight off of IceCast 2. Thanks for listening.
All right. During this very long song, we did we determined something. They take the beer Heineken and they put it into <laughs> giant vats and they send it all over the world. And I have to ask why? Why did they do it or why do people drink it? I just couldn't imagine being in Holland and having a Heineken and being like, you know what we need to do? We need to send this shitty beer all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's eight o'clock. This yes. is the Plex podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're starting a little bit late tonight, but that's okay. doesn't really matter. I am producer Dave. You can find this show on all the podcatchers. Do subscribe. Um, you can listen live every Sunday, 7 p.m., 9 p.m. Pacific. Join the Discord chat at discord.me slash echoplex and give us money at patreon.com slash echoplex. You can find me at plex underscore Dave on Twitter and you should go to the tweets and replies. I'm going to fuck with everybody and go right across the table. Who are you? I am HK Perrin. I am now uh, part of a married couple i'm back from my honeymoon fantastic you can find me at hk perrin on twitter and you can find my lovely wife same at same with 11 m's (laughs) your dog is also on twitter he is uh he doesn't post much meaning i forget to switch to his account all right, fuck your dog. Well, that's weird, too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck my dog. <laughs> this is The Good Wife. You can find me at Eplex Good Wife on the Twitbox. Uh, I just want everyone to know that that uh, that Media Wench would like me to say shout out to Amanda, who has who know I, who has no doubt in uh, alt in our chat. So, doesn't know how to use it, I guess. All right, who are you? Uh, hi, this is the councilman. Um, you can find me at the underscore councilman on Twitter. And um, yeah. Everything's fine and everything's fine and it's great. Thanks. Everything's fine and everything's fine and it's great. Thanks. Everything's fine. Everything's fine and it's great. <laughs> Thanks. Everything's fine and everything's fine. I hope you have a real nice day. The weather, the traffic, the time, and the news. How's your commute? What do you do? Sorry I'm late. I kept hitting snooze. It's just one of those days. You know what they say. It is what it is. Ignorance is bliss. When it rains, it pours. Couldn't ask for more. What goes around comes around all in good time. I guess that your guess is as good as mine. Everything's fine and everything's fine and it's great. Thanks. Everything's fine and everything's fine and it's great. Thanks. Everything's fine and everything's fine.
hope you have a real nice. Day! Can I just say? Day. Go I'm ahead. Join- oh, why oh. can't I hear myself? I don't know. Hello. Check, check. Check, check, check. Oh, check. here we there go. We go. There we go. Sorry about that. We're clearly uh, we have a little bit of trouble there. We good. We good, though. Are we, we already good. drunk? No. No, no, no. no. Not uh, at all. We have a piece of equipment giving us some sad over here. But we should fix the not being drunk part. Well, I'm working on it, as, as anybody can hear. Anyway, we have a <laughs> lot of stories to get through, and really a lot. Okay, so this one's kind of funny. So there's a, if anybody out there is familiar with something called Agenda 21, it's a UN resolution for like sustainability. Oh, I thought it was a store next to Forever 21. <laughs> no, no. Agen- <laughs> like the, the gay version of Forever 21. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're really not too far off from what they believe, but <laughs> Agenda 21 is they're trying to tell you that when they do things to make your neighborhood sustainable and like more friendly to transit and cycling and walking, that you are in fact bringing upon the new world order, essentially. That it's part of the new world order's plan to like have bike lanes. But that's not even untrue because the next order of the world will probably have more bike lanes than the current order of the world, right? How would it How would that change the order of the world? I don't know. I'm just reaching, man. I'm like, trying to Well, what I mean is like we put in some more bike lanes. Why is that a big deal? Well, hold on. Here's Tony Sanchez. He's running for what the fuck? He's a Colorado, like for Colorado State Senate. He's a candidate. He's like the GOP candidate, and he's gonna. He's only got 14 seconds in him because the rest of what he said was probably about Jesus. But here we go. And so, when you, I just want to remind you that when you hear the word things like sanctuary city, sustainability, or even the word bike path, that is an attack on your private property rights. It's an attack. So he, it was hard to hear, wow. but he just said that when you hear sustainability or a bike path, that it's an attack on your private property rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A bike path is a... This is something you hear quite a bit from the community, from but, folks who are not are under-informed. What, they're not sending the bike path through anybody's fucking front lawn and making them take out their fountain, right? Of course not. But uh, they, they will argue that by putting a bike lane through their neighborhood, you're somehow reducing the viability of their neighborhood because you're going to create more traffic. No, you're bringing the liberals. And they can't park in front of their Less, own houses. You, that, can you say that again? And they can't park it in front of their own houses. Not yes. and. Ding, 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 ding. That's, that's the thing is they had a park. This is, all the, this is all these people care about is a parking space in front of their house, right? Well, boo fucking who. And the traffic. Don't well, forget that the parking comes first. How Always. does a bike lane prevent that? Uh it just the way they have to divide the street up. If they have to remove, you know, three three spots in a quarter mile, people would f- freak out in any given neighborhood because we're really still really attached to our cars. So there's just everyone's come drastically overparked in terms of how many cars they have versus how many like you know uh, housing units we have. So it's it's none of this. I kind of understand that, but I'd still like to have bike paths. Oh no, I I think that's what we should. That's definitely what we should be doing. It's I'm just. I'm I'm voicing the NIMBY All y'all uh, are talking a bunch of uh, fucking opinion. shit. Well, no, but the thing that he was saying was a conspiracy theory about Agenda 21, and it's a, they're trying to take your property from you. Mm. 
that's that's what he's saying it's he's not arguing that it like is minorly he said that they're it's an assault on you that sustainability is an assault on you so their vision of like people in the government is someone sitting there like like clacking his fingers together going i'm gonna take this man's driveway Yes. And I'm going to make it no, a he, bike path. No. <laughs> the, man, the man or woman or whatever still has a driveway. No one, <laughs> although I would like some guy clacking his fingers together to be like, oh, this guy was complaining about a bike lane. Let's put the bike lane right through his house and call it eminent <laughs> domain. <laughs> How do you like them apples? <laughs> like. Nobody's taking anybody's property. They're just putting a bike lane there. What? Are, oh, they're going to bring people on bikes to your neighborhood? Like that's what? What does that even mean? Like it's it's a. But the traffic, producer Dave, the traffic. Oh, and the, those three parking spaces, the parking. The traffic is the bike lane is there to hopefully somebody's like oh shit there's a bike path down the street now maybe I'll ride my bike to work you know what you've just eliminated one traffic. <laughs> <laughs> but the traffic and the parking and the traffic. You know what? There's a bike lane in front of your house. Fucking ride your bike somewhere. But like the, every but but the traffic. I don't know if you have like a driveway and a garage. That's enough cars. I think the problem may be that Republicans are lazy and they don't want bike paths because that will motivate them to you know get what? on their bike. No, 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 you, no, no, you can no, ride no, your no. rascal scooter down the bike path. I don't think anybody's going to be mad at you. I, I've heard someone argue that they don't like these bike paths because of all the public money that are being spent on green paint not not the labor <laughs> not not and i'm like oh you mean the you know the the labor and the hours that you know we need to pay our workers to paint the the lanes green they're like no the paint <laughs> you're like well then you're you're stupid but you're you're tr- I, I understand the position you're, that you're in when you say this to people. But well, but but, you, but you know, they're stupid because that's I, I definitely move on really quickly. Yes, uh, they're paying the person who does it mm. their weight in paint mm-hmm. every hour <laughs> that they're doing it. Green paint is fucking cheap. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think that person is just stupid. Yes, so, I agree. All of these people are stupid, and we're going to move on to the very next one. Everything's fine. This is Christopher Von Kiesling. Ooh. I don't know. He's some GOP guy in Connecticut. And, uh, well, here, here's the story. Christopher Von Kaiserling, a Republican politician from Connecticut, was arrested after he was caught inappropriately grabbing a woman on camera. Police say the 71-year-old chair of the representative town meeting in Greenwich was involved in a political argument with the woman last month when he allegedly said, I love this new world. I no longer have to be politically correct. An arrest warrant says Von Kaiserling later called the woman a lazy, blood-sucking union employee and followed her into her office to speak with a coworker. The coworker left the office, and when the woman tried to leave as well, police say Von Kaiserling reached in from behind to place his hand between her legs and pinch her in the groin area. The woman threatened to hit him if he grabbed her again, to which he allegedly replied, it would be your word against mine and nobody will believe you. Police say security camera footage of the incident confirms the woman's story. Though the woman was unsure whether she should report the incident at first, she went to police after learning Von Kaiserling has acted the same way with other employees in the past. Von Kaiserling's lawyer referred to the incident as a playful gesture when he told Greenwich Time it was too trivial to be considered anything of significance. He added that calling the action a sexual assault is, quote, not based in reality. 
Von Kaiserling posted a $2,500 bail and will face a fourth-degree assault charge in court on January 25th. So, as uh, because Media Wench left me, um, as she didn't leave, only- she's coming back. She's just taking the evening off, and she's she's wrangling the, the wrangling the Plexians in the Discord, I believe. She is, she is wrangling. But you know, as as most of the most of the women I know right now are just infuriated at the world. Uh, I think I think I. I'm happy to represent the women's voices from from this from this fine institution we call Echoplex Media. For a minute, I thought I was going to be the only one clapping. I'd be like, "That's really sad." Hella, hella fucking awkward there. Like, Yay, Echoplex! Right, Echoplex. <laughs> I would like to say, "Fuck the fucking fucking men in this fucking world, you fucking pricks! You fucking pricks are the reason why we don't fucking report when you fucking do things to us." And this is why, because this fucking seventy-year-old fucking prick decided to reach over and grab her twat to make her stop. <laughs> You know, from, disagreeing with him from from to make her stop from disagreeing with him because he thinks he had a fucking right to do that. And of course, why does he think he has a fucking right to do that? Because the men in this fucking country are fucking trash because we have a fucking pig in the fucking White House who was fucking appointing another fucking sexual harasser pig into the fucking highest court in the fucking land. So fuck you men. Fuck you all and go fuck yourselves. Shit. Does that mean that uh, since he grabbed a girl by the pussy, we have to make him president? Yeah, there's so much wrong with this from the beginning. Like, oh, like how do, the security? First of all, this oh, everything's on camera. The security footage showed the lawyer is the fucking villain in this story. Unfortunately, you representing your client, calling this playful, you don't. When you're at work, you just don't grab anybody's fucking pussy at all, ever, period. Don't do it at work. He pinched her fucking twat. Right. That's what I'm saying is you don't. That's weird. First of all, why? It, it might be like why a, would it, you, I mean, we don't know the specific. And Why it's, would you pinch someone's pussy? Because you're a pussy pincher. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the dude's oh a pussy God. pincher, obviously. Come on. You, you don't... Creeperling the pussy pincher. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm just telling you, that's not a thing you do once. No, it's absolutely... <laughs> and I mean, they obviously said in the story that it's like, oh, well, it's something he does. What the fuck do you think that's something he fucking just does? Where are you that this is okay like behavior? And where the fuck are you that this is still okay? And that this is just a, oh, you know, like boys will be boys. I can post $2,500 in bail. I can fucking shit that. Fuck you. The Devil's Triangle is a is a drinking game. Well, this the, the that's it was, a, it was a playful rape. It was a playful time in my life. I you know what I feel like if some guy grabbed this guy's dick, it would be the end of the world, right? All these guys that are like, oh, this is all just boys will be boys. That's good. What if some fucking overbearing gay guy and his friends fucking took you into a fucking room and made you fucking have sex with them? Like his word versus his then, word versus his word. See, like that's. The problem is that you can just do insert anything you want and be like, you don't consent to this, but there's really nothing you can do about it because it's like 1982 and you're at like some fucking Connecticut fucking school where all these fucking white guys all wear a goddamn blue sweater vest and shit and their parents are all fucking moguls. Like 
the girls in this are aware of who these people are and how much power their their family has their fa- their family their family probably comes from the same kind of money and power where the hierarchy is in place like this shit of course this shit happened mm-hmm. you know, but imagine th- if one of these preppy boys would have had a group of gay gay dudes do the same thing it would be tragic new for laws them. would be passed right and it's like but it's the same thing it they're like oh well she's straight and it's like well yeah but you still totally uh, had sex with her without her permission or you drugged her and had sex with her when she was incapable of giving her permission like she wasn't enthusiastically having sex with any of you and i feel like sex is a thing that should be at least somewhat enthusiastic if it doesn't seem enthusiastic unless you're married then it's probably not (laughs) (laughs) when you're 19 and shit or 18 or whatever it is if your sex doesn't seem enthusiastic it's there's it's probably not cool i think we're all missing the point here or not but whatever i don't give a fuck so this man literally grabbed her pussy in order to get her to shut the fuck up it's a point uh, it is a sexual assault but like in in its purest form in its purest form but the intent is power the intent behind all of this is power because that's how people fucking use their power with their fucking hands or penises so men let me tell you how it's gonna work from now on once november comes first of all at the top of the hour i should have said fucking register to vote and then fucking vote because if you don't fucking vote, I'm going to come after you. That is all. Unless, well, you can't. Unless you're a Republican. Don't vote then. Don't vote. Please or, vote. Or an Australian. You have to vote. They make well, you. again. <laughs> Please vote no matter what you are. No, if you're a Republican, instead of voting, you should just kill yourself. What if, what if we can convince <laughs> Back Republicans to my point. to never Number mind. two. I'm, I'm Number kidding. Two. I'm kidding. November is coming. And we are going to fucking get rid of all you fucking pricks. Including you, Mr. Rapey Pinchy Pussy Mecker, whatever you are. Where is he? Where is he? What is he? I already deleted him from the docket. He's in Connecticut. Of course he's in Connecticut. Of course he's in Connecticut. (laughs) That's like Uh, the whitest fucking place where like they they put all the they put all the fucking black people in like this little tiny place in Connecticut. That's the I have a new plan for our our little chop shop here that eventually will happen is that we we Echoplex Media will become a pack someday and we're gonna run ads. We're going to run ads. You start doing opposition research against the people in this organization. You would start twice about this thing twice about starting a political action committee. Ads. Pussy pincher. Oh, yeah. Get this guy gone. Anyway, I have a palate cleanser, everyone. (sighs) This is a story in Houston, Texas, where you wouldn't think a palate cleanser would usually come from. But they're sex robots. At first glance, they appear very human. Not real. If you've ever seen the HBO show Westworld, you're familiar with the concept. Life-like robot prostitutes inhabit an Old West brothel. You're in my dream. But this isn't Hollywood. This is Houston, where a real-life sex robot brothel is coming to town, said to be open by the end of the month. Have you seen what the robots look like? No. That's a robot? That's not a robot. KHUU 11 legal analyst Professor Gerald Tree says he can't find anything illegal with what the business claims it'll be offering. There's a difference yeah. between human prostitution and artificial prostitution. <laughs> and therefore, there's no law I know of that prohibits this as long as it's done 
to where there's no public view of it while it's happening. Tree says even if the city wants to fight the brothel, there's likely little they can do. In businesses that may be offensive, that's not otherwise illegal, is protected by the First Amendment. Good. Fucking the things we're talking about we're grabbing by the pussy maybe the sex robot could fix i was just about to say i have i have a plan we get that councilman or whoever that was that pussy pincher the pussy pincher pussy, the pussy pincher. pincher i i did not any <laughs> pussy pinching on i, thought, I would take day. the pussy pincher i did not, I did pinch, not that pinch that pussy we no. send him a sex robot the sex robot would become self-aware and leave no Fair. send him a sex <laughs> robot that's programmed to just pinch his dick constantly yes endorse uh, a penis pincher <laughs> a penis pincher tree says the city could claim the business is a public nuisance and ultimately push it to a de facto red light district where some of houston's other sexually oriented businesses already operate but he says the city and residents couldn't prevent the brothel from operating altogether that would be a violation of free speech We've been trying to get more details from the company's owner in Canada, where it already operates a robot sex brothel in Toronto. We spoke with one of the company's business awesome. partners yesterday, brothel. who told me a brothel was indeed opening here in Houston by we the end of the month. The future. I love it. Nobody with the city could tell us much either. They hadn't heard about a robot sex brothel and said they'd need the business's address to find out if it had obtained the proper permits. This is, I'm just telling you, they weren't looking for permits when they were trying to find out what the address was. That sounds like an electric, an electronic hip hop band. The boom, boom, robot boom. sex brothel. The Discord tends to agree with you. I, I'm for it. Fuck it. It's specifically I am also it, for it. it being a robot and fuck it. Yeah, I'm all about well, options for the public. I have a question, not, actually. Not, not necessarily something for that I've I've pondered whether it's ethical or not so hear me out on this okay what about child sex robots like sex robots that are made to look like children for for people to get their rocks off into instead of real children I feel like we're not going to touch that with a 10 foot pole on the podcast version of this show can we re revisit this during red light okay Thank yeah. you. We will we will come back around to the yeah yeah we'll come back around to whatever robots. this is during we'll, we'll, when when we'll, we make a we'll request. come all over this oh god so we got um, move along yeah so on CNN the Trump aide went on CNN and uh, let's see who we got here we got the Trump aide is uh, completely bitch made. And uh, Jeffrey Tubin is on there, but he doesn't say much. And uh, Kirsten Powers, I'm not sure who she is. I'm not sure if I like her, but I feel like she's not taking any of this guy's shit in particular. And uh, I have six clips of this, and they're all quite good. Uh, you know, I understand that uh, something probably happened to Dr. Ford. I just don't think uh, Brett Kavanaugh was involved. But I, you know, I was interested to see Jeffrey's uh, interview yesterday about about uh, you know Michael Avenatti and his new client Julie Swetnick, who apparently. Uh, at, as a sophomore in college, was hanging out with sophomore high school boys who were drugging uh, young girls and standing in line outside of bedrooms what are you at even ten different about? parties. And for some reason, Ms. Swetnick can't really remember whether she was gang raped at the first one or the tenth one. And my question to her is, 
Why the heck would you go back to parties where young girls are in a bedroom getting gang raped by teenagers when you're an adult? Yeah, and why, and why do these women wear these short skirts? There, aren't they just Whoa. asking for it? Come on, Michael. Yeah, 10 rape up. parties, 10 rape Fuck parties, you, Jeffrey. Dude. Yesterday, Avenatti was a joke, and today he's got somebody serious. Why does he always end up with these, with these clients? I have no idea. Because he's famous, and people seek him out. I mean, I don't think that's any mystery. Okay, HK Perrin, you may have misconstrued Jeffrey Tubin when he was being sarcastic. Oh, okay. Okay, his, good. His, his eyes were doing this when okay, he said good. that. Okay, good. Good. So this guy, okay, so this guy's like missing a whole lot of things that are going on. When you're in high school and there's a group of dudes who are like kind of fucking women and like giving them beer and fucking giving them a quaalude or whatever they're doing, those are the reason they're able to do that is because there's the cool guys and that's a social hierarchy. You want to go to their parties because you think you're going to get laid. So then you go there. If you're a guy, if you're a girl, I don't know. You just go there. I don't know. I'm, I've never been a girl. Maybe somebody else would have to explain this dynamic, but it's the place to be because these are the, the guys at kind of the top of the social pyramid and then they get to do whatever they want. And that's what's going on here. Why do you go back to the parties? Because that's where all your fucking friends are, you dumb motherfucker. Do you not know what it's like to be young assholes? There's a lot of social pressure to be cool. And it can make you do dangerous things. The good wife here, uh, you know, went out a lot uh, back in the day. And that was just par for the course. Whenever girls are like, oh, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, I don't know. What are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm going to go hang out. Let's go to this party. Okay, cool. Or girls would say, hey, watch out for Scott. He's rapey. We've got that, too. Yeah. Like, this was just the like. The Whisper Network. Right. Yeah. People uh, know who. Yeah. This. It's because. Especially in Connecticut. <laughs> where all the rich white people live. There's just social hierarchies. That in some ways must be obeyed. And uh, I guess these days maybe they mustn't be. But here, here's more. It gets. I don't know. I kind of like this clip because. Is this the Kristen Powers part? Oh, the whole rest of this thing is the Christian Powers okay, part. I don't on. even know. I mean, I, it's just this this tactic of attacking, you know, a, a very young woman. I, I don't I just don't understand the thinking behind it, except for the fact that for a, a long time, certainly in the period that these accusations are about, uh, you know, in the 1980s, I went to high school then. This was a time when women just simply were not believed and everybody sounded like Donald Trump and Michael Caputo. So if you're going to ask why women didn't come forward, Michael, that's your answer. Just listen to yourself. This is how women got well, treated. I'm this you is this. how they got talked about. And the, and so it wasn't. But there's no you, witnesses. You did it. Stop this interrupting is what happens. Me. Let, Stop let interrupting. I'll tell you what. As a father of a daughter, you're going to you're going to call me out like that. Let me tell you this. I listen to you. You're ranting and raving for two for two segments. Now you can listen to me. You don't call me out. I know what it was like. Oh, wow. Like you did. You don't call me out on national television. I need the bong. You need the bong. You go on a show and say your shit and then somebody else says some shit. You don't get to tell them that they don't get to do that. That's what this guy's saying. He's like, oh, you don't call me out on national television. It's like, well, wait a minute. What are you talking about? I think he forgot a word at the end of that. It was, you don't call me out on national television like that, woman. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is, okay. You know, I was kind of looking for that. Like, I, I was probably thinking that. But yeah, he's probably, you don't do that, woman. 
Like That's he's a, still disrespecting her. Unfortunately even for him, she he calls can't him pinch her pussy. Well, this guy, like, it's a new world, and that's what's going on here. And these people are fucking afraid because it turns the out fall that all of the entitled rich white boy. Well, it turns out that a woman can, in fact, say no or call you out on television. Go fuck yourselves. Next clip. Well, I'll this, tell you what. Somebody exactly, grew up in that This is exactly like. This is exactly Would you give me like. A chance? This is exactly like what people like Michael always did when black people said Please. that there was police okay, let, brutality. Let they, said, they said Enough. that black people they said Enough. that black people were making it Enough, up bitch, she's on until the there were videos I don't of it, and then you I can't deny it was made up. Here okay. Unfortunately, they were not cell phones in the 1980s. This is inappropriate. He just was like, enough. Like, who the fuck? Like, you don't, like, you don't, even the host of a show shouldn't be yelling enough at somebody just because they're saying something they don't like, right? Hey, his fucking little dickbag Brett over there was just turning around and yelling. I mean, this is what they fucking do. Yell, 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 yell. Oh, I am so blighted, my poor white man life. Oh, my God. As the, you know, fuck him. Fuck him. They're so used to the privilege that when someone calls them out on it, they turn into little bitches. He a bitch. Yeah, he a bitch, just like Brett. Brett a bitch. This guy a bitch. Like, <coughs> Check out the big brain on Brett. If he was... Imagine if that was a woman and a man was saying the thing that the woman was saying. It would be like... They would say that she freaked out, right? Absolutely. Hysterical. Oh, speaking of hysterical, we do have Jordan Peterson on the docket. Oh, boy. Here's the next clip. Here's the downside of this, all right? From now on, Here's every mother of sons, of every grandmother oh. of, of, of oh, grandsons no, has to fear for the future That's of their the boys because of people like you who sit here and take uncorroborated testimony, uncorroborated allegations Wah. against a decent man no. and ruin him because it gets you ratings. Enough of that. That's bonkers. That's literally insane. I hope young men who uh, sexually assault young women get their lives ruined. I mean, I'm not worried about that. Oh. Yeah. Like, Imagine a world where a young man who fucks a girl against her, her will has consequences for that like, action. Like, for example, having... A wonderful life in the judiciary except you can't be on the supreme court that's like the level of consequence we're trying to go to right now by the way this is like the, min yeah, the, the tiniest consequence because if this guy was never nominated he would have just been a rich powerful guy on a on the on the circuit court uh the dc circuit court which decides a lot of important things he he would he would have suffered no consequences his only consequence is that he cannot reach the upper upper tippy top fucking tiniest fucking rarefied echelon of our society sorry you were just a little bit too rapey right but he's made it all the way up to the very top of the ladder where there's only like like you don't know that it's not the top of the at the ladder because you can't see adams is how close he's like gotten to the top of our society and now people want this guy to be a victim because he can't make it that last little tiny bit up to the top and it's so weird He's such Poor a victim. Brett. Poor boohoo. Could you imagine Brett. having your life ruined just because you sexually assaulted like three or four or eight or ten or who knows you were drinking all the time, women? <laughs> the whole thing sounds like a bad idea, right? Also, who didn't think he 
he was a rapist. His name is Brett. I don't. I hope there's a person named Brett listening to this. I'm sorry, there's more. I'll tell you what. I want to know you. I want to tell you something. Really? I hope all 16 Republicans <laughs> watching tonight and all the independents get a chance to see the hearing tomorrow and the 250 whacked out crazy people are going to stand up and scream in the middle of it and remember to, to vote in the midterm elections because if the, if the House goes blue, this is our, our life every single day in America and it's unacceptable. <laughs> you people have jumped the shark. So here's the thing. This is an argument also that's being made that this is just like, now this is a new one, the ratings thing. But the idea that people are going around, you know, that this is what Democrats do. This is what the media does. It's exactly what you're except, doing. Except they didn't do it with Gorsuch, who went to Georgetown Prep. They didn't do it with John Ro Stop interrupting me. Seriously. Why? Just it's be your quiet turn to for a second. Me. One no, I mean, let me finish. They didn't do it with John Roberts. They didn't do it with Justice Alito. So explain to me that. Like, if you're going to claim that this is just what everybody does, it's not what everybody does. It's not even what people do it's to somebody who went to the same now. high school as him. Because he's the rapist. He is the rapist. He's the one who did this. This is, this is what happens when you call out someone who's enjoyed an entire life of privilege. I voted for Sotomayor. I voted for Kagan. Don't even get me fucking started on that little dick bag. You tell Sotomayor and you tell you tell Kagan that Lindsay said hello. Well, you know, this is the whole thing. There's so many things to unpack with this with these clips, but we're gonna go with the very, you know, at the very base level. You are a liar. Mr. Caputo is a liar. Democrats are not trying to do fucking anything. You assholes knew that this guy was going to be a problem because he was already a problem. Suck my dick because I'm going to tell you right now, this is all your fault. You should have started with the only person. Well, you should actually should have started with the woman, the, that conservative woman at the very beginning. But you didn't. So this is all your fucking fault because guess what? I guarantee that bitch hasn't stuck her dick in someone without their consent. I can answer that question if you want to challenge me. I can answer that question. You people think you're challenging Donald Trump when you do this, and that's not what hap what's happening here. Donald Trump is standing up for his appointee, but so is the entire Republican Party. Today's press conference was Donald Trump's TED Talk to Republican Senate leaders, teaching them how to put quarters in a sock, because we are not going to take this from you anymore. I think that's totally right. I think Donald Trump is right where the Republican Party is on this. And, and you know, good luck to them. I, I th and, and I think the country is a lot more sexist and racist than some of us acknowledge. But, but Michael, you could not be more right that he was talking to the Republican Party and the Republican Party agrees with him overwhelmingly when he talks about women that way. Yeah, absolutely. Hasn't Donald Trump, Donald Trump been waffling on Kavanaugh? I mean, this might have been, this wasn't recorded like this afternoon. This was sometime during the week, right? Okay. I mean, and this past week was literally like 10 years. So. <laughs> Seriously. It goes around and around so fast. All right, well, I'm going to move right along. We got bitchy Tucker Carlson. So let's get back to showing up at your parents' house. So I disagree with what you're saying. I think what you're saying is wrong. I think it's frankly bad for the country. So to express that, why would it be illegitimate for me to show up on your parents' doorstep because, and scream Tucker, obscenities you at know, them? you and everyone know, my parents are not in public service. They've not chosen to live What do you mean? They gave life. birth to you. Oh, and so oh, by, no, no, oh, but I mean, God, no, no, oh, but hold on. Oh, by your, on. look, let me just be totally clear that this is like a Swiftian argument. I hate this stuff. I think it's totally what? wrong. I, and I think 
think we should shut it down immediately. I would never bother you or your parents. But yes, I just want you to think through the logic of I, I, what you're no, saying, there, which there, is there, if there, I don't agree with the, someone, talk, I get to scream at them at dinner. Tucker, you know, you know that you're, what, the point that you're making right now is dishonest. There's a big difference There's between private dis- citizens whoa, whoa, and public, no, and public, is, serv- public oh. servants who have run for election, who've put themselves oh. out there. There are a lot of ways to serve this country. If Ted Cruz wanted to serve this country so as a private citizen, if, if there's a lot of ways did, to do that. And you know what? Did, Probably no, in that case, there's no meaningful, there's no meaningful distinction. That's the worst interview I've ever had. What event were they talking about? Uh, uh, they were talking about Ted Cruz, people like yelling at him for being Ted Cruz at a restaurant and telling him to get the fuck out of the restaurant. But okay. that just happens when you're Ted Cruz, right? Yeah, I feel like that's understandable. Even if he wasn't famous, oh like God, he's, the dude's so right, fucking right, creepy. Right. Even if, even if like seven of the people had like met him at a PTA meeting, they'd be like, oh, yeah. that guy's weird. Get the fuck out. Yeah. And they'd be justified to do that. He looks like Count Chocula. So Tucker <laughs> Carlson, Tucker Oh no, Count Chocula, Count Chocula seemed like a nice man. Thank you, sir. I, I gotta know. look up that's, Count Chocula. That's what I've always thought about Ted Cruz. We got more bitchy Tucker Carlson. Yes, of so course there's anybody, a meaningful distinction. Oh, no, there is there's not. There's a total because, difference no, no, between people not. who are public what do you figures mean? and the law you're bears a public us out. The law, you're a public the law figure, David. You're the one who's figures. being dishonest and cowardly. I'm you're the one who operates a website Uh-oh. who tries to get public support so you can make hey. money. All of us are in the business of winning others to our side. All of us are engaged in the public debate. If he's opening no, himself no, up no. to getting screamed at with his wife, so are you and so am I. I do uh, to be clear, I do not think we should encourage people to go harass people. Well, but people, this, people I, I, I don't think that should even be up for debate. It's because it's a, ridic- it's a ridiculous idea. But I'm saying that if people like Ted Cruz are going are to try and play a victim card and act like some he, terrible look, thing has been perpetrated of... He, he is. They, he is, they intimidate people, his wife at dinner. Why is it so hard? To no, toughen wait, wait. up a little bit and take some people at an eighty dollar. I asked the questions on the show, pal. So let me ask you this question: Is his wife should per person menu restaurant toughen up? Really, Mr. Tough Guy? I wish you were here. Really, Mr. Tough Guy? I wish you were here. Oh my God! I would never go on the Tucker Carlson. I would. I would go on the Tucker Carlson show. I here's what I would do though. This guy made a category error. When you go on the Tucker Carlson show, what you need to do is do opposition research on Tucker Carlson. Whatever he says to you, just go after Tucker Carlson's character until he cuts your mic. Because otherwise you end up in this thing where Tucker said, you know, he had like 30, 45 seconds of uninterrupted time. The guy started talking and within five seconds, Tucker started trying to talk over him. And then the whole thing became about Tucker trying to talk over him. But Tucker's viewers just saw the part where Tucker made the point and then they got in an argument. So they would just be like, oh, he was triggered. And it turns out that you have to be willing to like make one or two points. Hopefully they're about the character of the fucking idiot whose show you've gone on and just be happy to make like one or two points and they better be quick. And they, cause this guy, he did his best, but you can't go on Tucker Carlson's show and expect 30 seconds to like respond to the dumb thing. You just said, he'll just talk over you on, on Tucker's point or on Tucker's uh, question about Ted Cruz. Uh, I feel like Ted Cruz's wife if should know you, better. If you marry someone like Ted Cruz, <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. You should just be ready for an entire lifetime of disappointment and apologi- <laughs> and apologizing and apologizing. Oh. This 
over and over. Disappointment, apologizing, and probably only missionary sex. There is a, a solution. It's she can still- she can divorce him. Okay, so yeah, uh, I feel like almost more important than Beto O'Rourke winning in Texas against Ted Cruz is that Ted Cruz's wife leave him. What if you were to win and his wife like went to give a speech and she's like, I'm divorcing you. You're the <laughs> Unabomber. <laughs> he does look like Count Chocula, actually. It's a little bit, you know, if, if you like look at early Count Chocula. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Jeff Black has entered a Discord chat and has advised us to not marry <laughs> Ted Cruz. Thanks, Jeff Black. See, like you should never marry Ted Cruz. He's so creepy. Never marry Ted Cruz. Definitely not. You should definitely take your dick from Jesus only. So we're zero minutes to red light, but also 20 minutes to red light. While I'm playing clips of infuriating things and people, there's really nothing more infuriating than Jordan Peterson. Um, Oh, no. We, the media wench just turned off the stream. Oh, no. We usually only put him in red light, but I feel like. Her. Jordan Peter. uh, Put her in red light. Z. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. They, we miss, oh shit we them, should there that's right yeah we need to be misgendering pet jordan peterson, peterson at constantly. all times yeah so he she z she she z mrs jordan peterson yes so that would actually be miss piggy he's more like miss piggy than kermit the frog because kermit the frog seems totally rational and miss piggy is the hysterical one which is totally sexist but she also lines up more with miss piggy i'm trying my best here you're doing all right we have two stories on education and they're both infuriating and i do it all for you the councilman that's awesome i thought for a while that it would be useful for the for the for 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 the political systems people who are running the political systems to consider doing something like cutting the funding of universities by 25 percent and letting them fight over the remains Mm -hmm. and hopefully what that would mean Hopefully that would mean that the pseudo-disciplines such as women's studies, which never had a methodology methodology that was credible to begin with, and I would put in the same classification all the ethnic and racial studies groups that are popping up on campuses like MAD under the guise of of true disciplines, which they're not in any sense of the imagination, but also, or any sense of the word, but also increasingly the social sciences and the general humanities that have been corrupted quite terribly by the postmodern doctrines. I thought, well, maybe it would be good to see if the funding could be cut for them because, because there's no reason that the, the public at large should be funding a fifth column whose aim is to disrupt the fundamental structures of Western civilization with tax money that's devoted to supporting people while they're doing that. As this panel's only affirmative action, I'm here to tell you that you fuckers ruined our world history. That's why we pay your fucking taxes. So you should fucking teach our kids about our fucking culture that you fucking disrupted. Fuck you, Jordan Peterson. Go fuck yourself. When they start talking about like when Jordan Peterson talks about uh, how he wants to how people want to destroy when I'm sorry, when she talks about how people want to destroy Western culture, (laughs) she's talking about a concept called white genocide. When she says (laughs) that that Western culture, she means white people. She means European white people. And she's a white supremacist is that well she means the (laughs) she means the american appropriation of european culture she would be very upset 
that you made that you nah she would find a way to make that she would find a way to make that uh, an unfair thing that you've just said it all well, seems she, very- she means the the descendant of the European culture right there's an awful lot to unpack here and she I don't really know what we're scissors. talking about I just want to keep saying she all right so here we go we got a, a commercial for a diamond and silk movie I don't know you're welcome uh, whatever if you don't know who diamond and silk is just google it in the world of politics stupidity is all too common but two unlikely heroes are among us <laughs> diamond and silk will stop at nothing Maxie Waters, where you at? to expose the dummy grants So obviously that's much more fun to watch than listen to. But no, no, I mean not really. No, Dummy no. brats. Dummy crats. So Diamond and Dummy Silk crats. are big Dummy MAGA crats. supporters. Huge, huge, huge MAGA supporters, as we all know. They're like eighth they're like D rate wannabe. They're something. the Madison Star Moon of MAGA. Yes. They really are. And except black. I mean Madison Star Moon doesn't really like black people from what we've seen in our thing. She was Anyway, continue. No, their their movie is going to be garbage, but it's going to be well funded and well produced. I wonder how that happened. Not through the dummycrats, because us fucking dummycrats don't have fucking money for anything. I feel like if you're black, the easiest way to get money is to just be like, "Hey, I'll show for Republicans," and they'll just be like, "Yes, oh my god, true, yes, true. very true, A black." person yeah well you have to like but you have to have been doing it for a while it's it's a it's it's a little bit weird because you also can't be too black <laughs> like you can't you can't be full-on like uh you can't be full-on malcolm malcolm x black and you be like be dish black no yeah yeah exactly oh that's a yeah, that's way too black right you have to be you have to be like ironically funny to white people black which is like racist like tyler in, perry black yeah uh no he's yeah, he's a little too smart. Tyler Perry is like not a dumb person. Anyway, I feel like I feel like I'm wade, wading into some waters that I shouldn't wade into. <laughs> Carry on. Do you guys remember Gordon Klingenschmidt? We've had him. He likes to discern the spirits. If you've remembered on this show, um, we're moving a little bit away from politics as we are uh, 14 minutes to the new version of Red Light, mm-hmm. which starts at 9:20 Pacific mm-hmm. time. Um, here's Gordon Klingenschmidt. The puppets are simply puppets. They are not perverse talking about Bert and Ernie okay oh, oh no they were no they were totally banging totally well they were a couple they were married they were a couple so who knows if they were still I having sex were, I mean like, like if, if it was if it was legal I think they would have been married I'm pretty sure they were the, they were quote-unquote roommates so like uh, this came out in what the 80s the, one of the creators actually said that yes they yeah like they're they they're were a gay. gay couple they're a gay couple they were just you know they're two male two. roommates in their what late 40s i don't know in they're the puppets, 80s dude. they're gay i don't know how the puppets were like a year old maybe because they had to keep replacing the puppets so that they were still shiny well i'm shit. talking about the characters the characters oh. were in their midlife right i don't know like one might expect I don't think it was a full-grown man singing the Rubber Ducky song. 
but <laughs> but you have to look at the context of Sesame Street. I mean, they they had their own apartment. Like, what kid, what kind of young person who sings Rubber Ducky has their own apartment? He just really enjoyed the song Rubber Ducky. Ernie Ernie is a youthful person, and um, maybe mm-hmm. maybe even a, a some might say a gay person in not even the sexual sense of the word. Just a very Bert. very joyous kind of person. Bert. Hey, that's Bert. stop doing your Jordan Peterson impression. I forgot the safe word, Bert. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. All right, hold on. Gordon it's Cl- chafing. <laughs> I feel like Gor- I feel like Gordon Klingenschmidt is going to um, give you more information about Bert and Ernie. I mean, if we were to take a moment and discern the spirits here, discern the spirits. Mark Saltzman, by projecting his own sexuality upon beloved children's puppets, is is actually <laughs> trying to recruit children into his perverse lifestyle so that he That's can it. eventually recruit them to become what he is. That's it. Once you see Bert and Ernie. You have over, to be gay. <laughs> There's no other choice. <laughs> the thing about Bert and Ernie is, is that they just happen to live on Sesame Street, like like gay people in New York in the '80s. It's like everybody, people in New York had gay friends in the '80s. It was Bert. Yeah, and Ernie. but once you see them, and once you understand that they're gay, it means you like to suck dick. I mean, it was also interracial because one was yellow and one was orange. <laughs> <laughs> right i mean i don't know enough about muppets. i guess so <laughs> i don't know enough about rubber about ducky <laughs> you're the one hold on here's more and the sad part of this is that if homosexuals because they don't have their own children they have to recruit the children of heterosexual couples oh <laughs> in order to continue and propagate their own population no, of available sex partners they are perverting happen. and recruiting children by no, making uh, these false allegations and that is a demonic spirit inside of you, Mark Zaltzman, who are targeting children for your own pleasure. Christ. Uh, no. So as the other half of the affirmative action on this panel, Dave, please enlighten oh, us. I don't. None of what this guy is saying makes any fucking sense, right? There's no. Why would we know? If there's one thing gay people love. It is trying to convert children to also be gay. That's a weird thing. That's like some kind of outreach that I'm certainly not interested in, right? Like, like who's doing this? Nobody's doing it. No, so- he sees someone that says to a child, hey, if you're gay, that's okay. And he interprets that as that person being, hey, suck dick for the rest of your life. That's not a bad way to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, of like, Can I introduce you to there's a There's a huge difference between, hey, if you're gay, that's fine. And you need to be gay. Like, we don't have enough gays. We need you to be gay. You're going to be the next generation of gay father in heaven we pray that you would protect the children of american culture especially those who watch uh, beloved programs like burton ernie on sesame street and father protect You're them so from stupid. the homosexualization of the liberal culture protect. who wants to reach what? every child possible for their own pleasure and father we pray against that sin of recruiting and defiling mm-hmm. father we pray for the protection of every innocent child, the shit. whether they watch public t- programs or, or Christian programs, Father, we pray that America will protect their children in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Amen. You know what? Amen. You know what? Fuck it. Let's, Amen. Let's try to convert the kids. You and me, Dave. You know what? I feel like the gay people don't vote for Republicans. The gay Actually, people. Ha- there are Republicans. I know. I know, but I mean, I was just, I was just making things up. I'm not going to tr- go try to recruit gay kids. I feel like that's like a felony. Well, no, no, no. Recruit straight kids to be gay kids. Can't do it. You no. can't change someone's sexuality. I if, even if you could, I could. I wouldn't spend my time endeavoring to do so. Like gay conversion therapy is like really weird, where people are like hitting a pillow with a baseball bat and yelling, "Mom, mom, mom! Why did you do this to me?" I, like I don't want to do that to straight people. Like that's ridiculous. <laughs> but I don't understand, Dave. How are you going to propagate your race? I have no intent upon doing that. I'm really glad I can't get people <laughs> pregnant. Like this has all worked out very well for me. <laughs> and I'm really glad I can't get pregnant. None of them are ever going to get pregnant. Like this whole thing has worked out really well for me. I got to say. I feel like I that's the funniest thing. Life. That's the funniest thing about this mentality is that like these people think every single gay person is like we need to make more gays or we're all going to die off. That's like the dumbest. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Like if, <laughs> if everybody became gay, we'd all, well, it wouldn't matter to me. Like I don't want any kids anyway. Like I'm, I'm I like, don't care that much about other people. I don't know, like, Dave, if I were your competition and we were out at a bar, I feel like you'd be upset. But your comp. Well, I don't really care. No, no, I just don't care. We're, I think whatever guy you were into, I could steal him. That's a really weird thing to do to somebody. <laughs> that's like that's like that's like a cock blocking squared. <laughs> I mean, like if you were interested, let the games begin and shit. But if you just <laughs> if you just did it because like that's called spite, my friend, and like it has its place. But not when I'm trying to get not when I'm trying to get my fuck on. <laughs> Hold on, okay, got, I'll be your wingman. I hate to tell you this. I mean, I hate to tell you this. We got Mark Taylor. Oh, who's Mark that's Taylor? glorious. I had three, possibly four things that the Lord showed me on this weather stuff. Uh, as, you know, the California fires, the Lord showed me, and people were saying, oh, he's crazy. I had it literally vetted by 146-minute video by Dane Wigington. Now, if nobody's ever heard of Dane, I, I highly recommend yeah. you go to his website, geoengineeringwatch.org. Every answer you Ooh. want, you can spend six months on that website. This man has the proof of what's been going on. And he even vetted and verified it. Well, Dane, well, well. Dane Wigington has photoshopped images of like a government building that's like a stock photo. And then he photoshops chemtrails behind it. <laughs> and it's like in his presentation and on his website. And so even if chemtrails were real, the pictures that Dane Wigington are using are frauds. I just thought I'd make sure that that's like really well known. Did he Photoshop in like a logo for like the federal chemtrail commission? No, but I feel like there's probably some troll on the internet calling themselves the federal chemtrail commission. But this is Mark Taylor uh, of frequencies. If you remember frequencies, he gets uh, prophecies. Here's, here's more of him. I don't know, sucking Dane Wigington's dick. They have the technology to create hurricanes, steer them, this, that, and the other. I'm not so sure with some of the stuff that was going down that it, it was a Cat five or Cat 4 or 5 coming in. This thing was coming in hot, yeah. and then God said not. And so it, <laughs> I think it's two, twofold. One, I think that the Army of God is doing their job and warring against this thing. 
But what we have to realize is that there's technology behind this, Hugo. We've got to get to the root. We've got to be praying against the technology behind this, the weather stuff. They have the technology to create these storms, earthquakes, all this stuff. This guy verifies every bit of it and exposes every bit of it. Yeah, I've had him on in the past, and I'm going to say Dane's very good, just FYI. Dane Wigington will not come on this show for some reason. Who was that person at the end there who sounded like a million times better than this guy? Um, She wasn't. She's the host. I Jesus. So he's got this weird thing where he's got a show. He's not really the, he's not the producer of it. And he just calls on like a landline telephone. <laughs> and I thought he was calling in on his microwave. <laughs> That's what Call it sounded me on like. my microwave. I have one more clip. But I think if you noticed yesterday, all of the, uh, we had 13 observatories worldwide went down. The cameras went down. That's, That's a little strange. Don't yeah. you think? And then all of a sudden this thing gets downgraded to a cat one. Little curious, Mark. Yeah, so I'm thinking that maybe the president and the White Hats were sending a message to the cabal that you're no longer in control, that we now are controlling this. So I'm wondering if they were somehow went into the storm technology-wise where they couldn't see it with the cameras from these observatories and kind of took this thing down a little bit. Now, I don't know that to be the truth, but what I'm saying is it's awfully curious that some of this stuff was going on. All I'm saying is that it's awfully curious. Awfully curious. Mark Taylor, you're like the worst person that we put on our dog. Like, uh, this is a really weird conspiracy mm, theory. That's uh, you know, that, exactly that's the bold worst. statement. He, he, he he's we in remember there. we had a penny, we had a pussy pincher. If you do it in percentiles, he's in that tenth percentile for sure, up at the top. That pussy pincher was like that top ten. I was very upset with the pussy pincher. He was oh, the, the worst. The pussy pincher goes up there too. Oh, but it's gonna get worse because guess what? It's red light. Yeah, so oh, no. check this out, uh, everybody. If you're listening to the podcast version of the show, we out. Uh, out. Uh, if you want to hear Red Light, you can join our Patreon at the five dollar level level or higher at Patreon.com/slash/Ecoplex, and you get the whole show. Um, if you don't got the money or whatever, just hit us up. We'll work something out. We we ain't gonna like not give you an MP3 file over some five dollars. Like, come on, that's some real real petty shit. You could do some work for us. Yeah, you could you could like share the stream and shit. We we figure something out. We can figure something out. Um, you can join our chat room at Discord.me/slash/Echoplex and uh, do subscribe on whatever place you're listening to. If this is the first time you've ever heard the show, and. Uh, I don't know. That's it. Fucking follow our MySpace page. <laughs> that's right. I don't even know. I know we have MySpace. You can look up Echoplex Media on MySpace. We will check it one day. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I'm pretty sure, Dave, you guys introduce yourselves while I figure out what song I'm going to play. This is The Good Wife. You can find me Eplex Good Wife. I am literally the entire affirmative action of this panel. To be fair, I'm a big mo. It's true. <laughs> I'm HK Perrin. You can find me at HK Perrin. And you can find my lovely wife at same with like 11 M's or 13 M's or a lot of M's. All I know is that I really want M&M's now. Um, this is T-H-E Councilman. You can find me at the underscore Councilman on the Twit box. And I hope you all have a pleasant evening and avoid uh, the obstacles that the world puts in your way stupid all right uh if you're listening to the podcast version of this goodbye if you're listening live uh we'll see you on the flip side this is melted state loving gonna take it we'll be right back man sees down his woman wondering all what to say 
She lied there with her hair a mess, no room for escape. She says to him, I'll tell you, won't you look what you've done? The night is young, our fires burn, let's make some mistakes. It's okay, it's okay. Hey.